Stafford. Completes to Bold into the end zone. Touchdown! From WDBM East Lansing, you are listening to The Chant, an Impact exclusive. This is your source for the latest in music and sports news from Michigan State and the rest of the world. Rock and roll! Now, here are your hosts, Hikaru Kudo and Justin LaBelle. What's going on, everybody? How are y'all doing? Missed you. It's episode seven of The The Chant. Chant. Justin, you were late today. <laughs> uh, was I late? You were yeah. late. Oh, what are you talking about? It's uh, it's uh, we're doing we're doing a playoffs talk, or at least I'm doing playoffs talk. That's why playoffs <laughs> made sense. Uh, playoffs was like what three S's and three S's, or I don't know, or whatever. How many, however many S's I decide to do, maybe one S. Who knows? But, no, not one S. But real quickly, before we start home. the show going, if you guys didn't know, we are officially on iTunes now. That's uh, that's working. Uh, Within 24 hours after the episode's recorded, it'll be up there. Remember, Woo! we're on Facebook Live as well. Uh, Facebook.com slash thechant.wdbm. Again, episode seven, lucky number seven, my lucky number. That's um, super cool, though, the iTunes stuff, man. I know. Like That's the iTunes. great. Are we on Android podcasts as well? No. No? No, because uh, Android people can uh, just listen to the uh, on their phones because uh, Apple's better and stuff. <laughs> so we just give favoritism to the Apple side of things. I, well, uh, I mean, we have IMAX throughout the entire studio. That's fair. Or the station, so. That's true. And I mean, I use a MacBook Pro, so. For those of you not listening in for those on of you Facebook n- Live, yeah. which we go live every Wednesday on at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time unless or other, later. Unless otherwise noted. <laughs> unless uh, otherwise Yeah, noted we're still trying to figure out summer plans, page. though. We're still trying to figure out summer plans, so yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll get back to you guys well, we on gotta that. we got to figure that out because we got, like. As of recording, like one more shift. One more shift. So we got it. Yeah. So I got to talk to GM and I got to talk to a bunch of people, but we'll get, we'll yeah. get to that. But anyway, we got to rush on in, but, but anyways, so a uh, bunch, bunch of stuff to talk about today per usual. Um, today, Google Spinner has determined that music will be going first Woo! Uh, because music is music. So music uh, is music. in a second, Justin LaBelle will be announcing this first topic that he actually changed the last minute. Yeah. Cause we were going into a very heated argument about all this and uh, i i you know i just kind of want to test the waters i want to see if we can pull 10 minutes out of just a song but we are gonna see hey, hey but i here here's what i'm telling you it's gonna happen i'm it's i'm i'm, I'm making it happen <laughs> no so. I, I have no doubt that it will happen i just i want to see if it's a thing we can do and, and if it's, it's something you guys like to hear if we want to just do like track commentaries and stuff because a lot of the times in music there's a lot of downtime unless a huge drama case comes on that with a big artist like uh earlier i was just going to talk about uh what is it bts uh launching to a bunch of record-breaking success all seven of their songs from their new ep ended up reaching the billboard top 40 digital streaming uh sales of all time on the charts there which was insane and you know um but and and see that that, that's i mean that's that's news too but um it's good news but if we can do like it wasn't super controversial. It wasn't like heavy hitting news. It was more of just like a hey, this happened. So if there's anything that uh, if you guys end up liking the track singles or something like that, I mean, we'll let get into let just let just know let just know what kind of news yeah. you guys want to hear. Really, that's what it is. I mean, but it's, I'll it's, stop it's, holding it up now. Uh, stop whining about stuff. We are got going into the second topic right after. So which, afterwards, yeah, doing? afterwards we're going straight into NBA playoffs. Woo. Uh, because it's basketball playoff time. Playoffs. Uh we're gonna dive knee deep into the first round. Again, we're recording on Wednesday, April twenty fourth. It's two eleven PM Eastern daytime. You gotta get that right. It's not Eastern Standard Time. We're on daytime zone right now because of the zone. hour shift, whatever. But anyways. Oh, it changes? 
Yeah. It changes we'll, like we'll, that? We'll so talk. it's not E-S-T, it's we'll, E-D-T? We'll, yes, we'll talk. I will, oh, I will give you a quick uh, lesson on that um, after. But oh, wow. I didn't anyways, know that. Um, but yeah, anyway, so we'll talk about that uh, first round stuff after Tuesday, April 23rd. So if you're listening afterwards, this may not be up to date, but at least you can hear my take and what I think is going to happen. Um, so that'll be my second topic. That'll be a nice hefty little topic. We'll touch on our hometown yeah. Pistons, who are no longer in the playoffs as well. All right, uh, Moving on forward after uh, basketball. Moving on forward, we got some Coachella highlights again. Weekend 2 is just wrapped on up, and uh, while a little less crazy this time around, uh, we're going to be diving into quite a few things. One of the bigger events on there featuring Kanye West, so stay tuned if you want to hear on to that. I'm excited about that. Kanye West. I'm yeah, excited it was about a, that. it was a huge thing forum on there and uh, we'll go a little bit more into it later and we're gonna wrap it up with some of detroit red wings finest news here folks if you have been living under a rock you missed this if not you all know <laughs> steve eiserman our captain is coming back to detroit folks number 19 welcome the 19th. home steve eiserman we're gonna be talking in depth about that give you all the details on that and I will be basically giving you my thoughts, and Justin, I'll be asking asking you about your thoughts. Absolutely. This is gonna be our uh, this is how we're gonna um, what is it? Audience interaction, I guess you want to say this week. Um, so folks, yes. get ready for that at the end of the show. We got fifty five minutes to go through all of this stuff. Woo! Justin Labelle, take it away. All right. So track review. We have something coming up here. Uh, that I'm going to test out the waters here because the car feels like we can. So if you like it, let us know. Seriously. Uh, hashtag the chant. Let us know. Seriously. <laughs> All right, here we go. But one, our track review today is going to be one of the more controversial artists recently now because he of his involvement with other controversial artists. Lil Dicky. <laughs> um, he has released a new single entitled Earth. Uh, all the proceeds for the single are going to benefit humanitarian efforts with uh, preserving said earth. And it features a ton of artists at this point. Megan Trainer's listed on there. You got Ariana Grande. Backstreet Boys, Bieber. Bieber. Wait, Backstreet Boys were on there? Haley Baldwin. Um, Haley Baldwin. You had uh, Lil Yachty. You yep. had Kevin Hart. Yep. Leonardo DiCaprio. I love DiCaprio, by the way. Who literally, it's, it's not even like... He sings at all. He, he just, just made a cameo appearance <laughs> in uh, the track. Who else? Uh, God, there's there's a bunch. There's of so people. many that are in there. So many credits. So many credits, folks. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. If you haven't heard it, feel free to check it out. Kevin Hart actually ends up playing Kanye West. I know that was funny, <laughs> which is funny. But you also have to ask the question: Is like, why didn't he join? Well, I didn't like Kanye West himself joined. There must have been some stuff going on about it. I haven't really looked into it. But, folks, again, it's on yeah. YouTube, Earth, by Lil Dicky. Feel free to check that out uh, if you haven't listened to the song yet. Um, but, yeah. yeah, Justin and I are kind of just going to talk about it um, yeah. and do a track review and what we think about it. Uh, Justin, I'm curious. I know I know you're, you are don't like the song. I hate it. I hate it. It's. It, <laughs> I don't enjoy it. Uh, like, most of the, the – it's going to sound very bad. Uh, when I say please this, keep it clean, it will be. It let's, will let's, be. let's comply but with FCC of, so they don't yell but, at us. But most of like the charity songs that have come on through within my own recent memory to me have not been the most compelling songs like? to release. Uh, I think only one has ever stood out to me that as like a really good one, and it was the one that came out, uh, god, a couple years back, like early. 
God, I, I forget the year, like maybe 2005 or something, but it featured Green Day and U2, and it was a cover of The Saints Are Coming. I remember that. That was to benefit all the hurricane relief efforts That's right. uh, in uh, some of the poorer areas of the world. If you're, okay, wait, you know what? I'm going to let you finish your point first because I have actually sure. a great, great, you know what? I have a great counter to that, but go ahead. A great counter to what? To that. Okay. Uh, to that. There are great songs out there for charity benefits, but anyways. Okay, well, hold on. If we're getting into anything of that, I want to hear some of the other ones because maybe I haven't heard all of them. Okay, well, the two that pop into my mind, they're two songs. They're they're it's basically the same song, but okay. uh, back when uh Katrina happened, yeah, or actually uh yes, back when Katrina happened, um, so we're talking like early two thousands then. Yes, ah, uh, what was it? Was it Katrina? I thought it was 04. No, was it whatever it was before Katrina? It wasn't Katrina. It was before that. It was uh, we're the the original we're the world. Yeah, by Michael Michael Jackson and you know company. Oh yeah, the Mike, uh, oh my Jackson gosh, one. oh my gosh, who did, who did it benefit? Why can't I think about this? Oh, Africa. 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 It benefited Africa. And though, for those of you listening, it's not Toto's Africa. No, it was Af- actually, like, Africa yeah. as a continent. It's just, it was humanitarian, you know. <laughs> no, Africa's a continent. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. But, you know what so I mean? What so about... that's that. Um, and then 25 years later, they did We Are the World again. By a modern, It was a modern version of We Are the World. Okay. And that was to benefit, uh, right after the Haiti earthquake. No. It's to benefit relief efforts at Who Haiti. Who did that one? Uh, that was a multiple. Both of them were multiple artists. Well, yeah. Um, that, uh... And uh, what was cool about that, and we're talking about this right now because it's charity stuff that we kind of got into. Yeah. Um, it's because it for me it was cool. And for me, I think it was great because of so many artists coming together. True. Um, yeah. You know, um, and it's just, it's, it, it, to me, it's been a classic. I learned this song in elementary school. Uh, my uh, elementary school music teacher, her name was Mrs. Sontag. Okay. Ainsley Sontag, who got married, and now I forgot her last name, but I will always know her as Mrs. Sontag if you're listening somehow. Hi. Uh, <laughs> but she showed Hi this there. to me, I think my second or third grade, you know, and yeah. um, it stuck with me, and then I told my dad about it. But basically, that was, it was literally, I don't know, 30, 40 artists that came together. Michael Jackson's called up. Be like, hey, you want to come? You want to come? You want to come? Stevie Wonder was in it. Um, so many. I, I can't even think of how many people. Like, it was, there was just a bunch of people in it. And he just gave calls, and they just did this, and everything went straight to uh, the relief, relief efforts. Um, and it was just his, his historical. Um, it was a great song, because we are the world. Um, I think it's a song that unites the world together, too. So I think that two things at once and it was yeah. very very well produced all-star cast and then 25 years later they did it justin bieber was a part of that uh 25 years later oh was he um uh pink was part of that uh oh gosh why can't i think about it here's here's the thing that i think ends up separating little dickie's song from those but other, no 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 but my point like, is there are other songs, but there are other good right? charity songs out there there, there probably are but, that I but haven't why, listened well, to. Okay, and, but go ahead. Why did you use this argument? There's a difference between Lil Dicky's song right now and all of those other songs that are is sort of making it like the standout, like, what are you doing? All of the guest stars have cameos in the song, right? Correct. Yeah. Uh, Justin Bieber is a baboon in there. Uh, you have Zach Brown to name a few. Brendan Urie's a pig. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Wiz Khalifa and Sco- Snoop Dogg are a skunk and literal marijuana. It was so uh, funny. <laughs> but every one of these people come on together and uh, go through this entire song, right? Mm-hmm. But it's primarily Lil Dicky's song. It has the same sort of sort of sarcastic nature to it, which makes sort of the point that you're trying to make with it not seem. And that's genuine. I mean, he's 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 like a parody-ish artist. Yeah. Anyways. For those of you who don't know, Little Dicky uh, ended up coming out what in 2015 I at think this so. point with his uh, LP, Professional Rapper, which was basic uh, was trying to parody a whole lot of the common uh, common rap tropes. Because the there's one about I I was watching one yesterday with one of my, uh, a couple of my buddies. There's one with him being it was like when him and Chris Brown were to switch or something like that. Yeah, that came out in 2018 and met a lot of backlash. And yeah. it it was mainly because they were trying to scoot under the rug, sort Correct. of. Chris Brown's uh, and Chris Brown's and, 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 and that's the artist that he's known to do. Yeah. So when I saw this video, when I saw this song, I wasn't surprised by it. Now, is it like the greatest song of all time or anything? No, is it I, I my favorite song of I all time or anything? I no. I wasn't really surprised about the fact that he came out about it and it was also a parody. I'm surprised that it tried to act seriously, though, because that's not his brand. No, that's but not I his think brand and primarily no, no, it no. Is but his I song. think if it was like a dedicated multi-effort relief, there it probably would have taken itself seriously, such as the "We Are the World" stuff that we talked mm-hmm. about there but, for a little bit, but. I think he did it. I think it was smart, almost, to keep his because it's just him, right? It's him in the chorus, and uh, well, I, well, I'm saying it was him that like it was he that organized this effort, you know, to get these guests essentially on. Yeah. So, to me, he was keeping his brand still, but making sure that the seriousness was still in it, especially if you watch the video. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, it's him. It's still a little dicky in his style, but he's making it serious to say, hey, this is legit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know how serious he could have made it, though. No, but quite frankly, it, it seemed like. And then the other question goes the other question goes, besides all this stuff, how it's being applied, right? Yeah. Is it a good song to begin with? Yeah, yeah, that that would be the main thing. If you don't like the song, then really there's not a whole. And lot that's to go my back question to. for you: Is it a good song? I d- I don't think so. Do you um, like the song? Do you not like? The- Why? Let, let me give some background here. I do enjoy Little Dicky when he's doing his parody thing, when he's doing like the professional so why not rapper this one? game. Freaky Friday was a little bit of a uh, maybe it was a questionable choice, but it was still really funny, especially with the video. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, the progression of it just seemed off to me. There was just something a little skewed about it. I mean, it seemed like more be... of a. I could get that. For me, it yeah. seemed like it, it was more of a, uh, a short. Yeah, a short or some sort of like parody of humanitarian efforts. At that point, because you had Justin Bieber coming on singing about his anus, mm-hmm. you had just Kevin Hart portraying Kanye, Kanye West because they was, couldn't nail down Kanye West. It was hilarious, by the uh, way. It was. That was that was one of the rare funny moments. It's just like it comes out of no, nowhere. Because that know, was after he talks to Snoop Dogg, who was already marijuana. It's like, <laughs> oh, my God, I help you grow all this good stuff. It's just like. Good stuff, yeah. Yeah, um, good stuff. But, but in, the other thing, you know what? It it reminded me of John. You know how John Bellion's um, cover 
art has like the same style. Which uh, which album were we like, talking about? Oh my the god! The one with all time low back yeah, a couple the, years ago. Yeah, it's like the same like cartoon style. And I don't know if that's he just used some you know something similar to that or yeah, whatever. I think John Billions was like more hand drawn though, but or more looked hand drawn. But like, it's still like reminding about that style that obviously, you know, um, Lil Dicky isn't known to have that style yeah. per se. But but that also brings me. Uh, to oh my gosh, what video was it? Was or what song was it? It was, uh, the brain, the the little brain guy came out at one. Yeah, point. that was uh, oh god, pillow talking. There we go, pillow talking. Yeah. And that, that one was ten minutes. Yes, but that one, the little brain guy, I thought he was adorable. Yeah, you know what he did after with it? He made an EP for Brain, which makes sense. And it was also kind of bad. <laughs> I like not even gonna lie. There, go check it out for yourself. There is one. For Little Dicky's brain, not Little Dicky. It's Little Dicky's brain character from Pillow Talking. He was so adored that they ended up getting a merch line for him. For oh my uh, gosh, uh, what is it? This blank don't know about Pangea. Yeah, uh, that was the big quote <laughs> from it. No, uh, but I mean that's my point. Yeah, my point is that but when he does that stuff, it's super funny. But when it starts getting into more like a parody of itself, mm, yeah, that's when it starts getting a little bit like. It's an argument. Some, some would call it meta. I would call it just derivative at that point. Fair. You lose a whole lot of substance when you start going on into that. And it it's, seemed to come about, at least for me, just for someone who listens and critiques music a whole lot. It came out as a little bit shallow on the delivery. Uh, the progression of the song itself is nothing we really haven't heard before mm-hmm. uh, from any of these songs. It's very... Very light, very playful, plays on a whole lot of like the world music sounds. And I mean, that's fair. Which is fair for it being an Earth Day song. And and, and that's what I'm saying. It's, this is an argument that I'm see, you think we didn't we can't even go ten minutes, right? We're already twelve minutes in. Oh, perfect. And <laughs> I this is an argument we could talk about all day. You know what, folks? Yeah. Facebook Live, podcast, I'm curious what you guys think. Yeah. Do you like Lil Dicky's song Earth? The song Earth. A, yeah. and then B, continuing on with that talk, not just little, but what about Lil Dicky himself as an artist? Do you do yeah. you like him? Why do you like him? Why do you dislike him? You know, do you support him? Blah blah blah. I'm I'm, cur- I'm we're curious. And we're- third, honestly, I'm a little curious about this. If I can add on to that, are you are you a fan of sort of like the parody of a parody? Are you a fan of more of the derivative side of things where it should be for a serious note, but it. Okay, you know what? Those are the two questions we'll ask. Yeah. A, do you like Lil Dicky's, you know, new new yeah. single Earth? And then B, are you a fan of the parody of the parody? Uh, feel free to talk talk back to us. Let yeah. us know your thoughts using the hashtag the chant one word on Facebook or Twitter, and we will reply to those. And I'm, we're just curious to find out. Yeah. But hey, but long story short, personally, I don't know if this track is well worth a listen. It might be for like one listen around. I don't know. I, maybe cameos, I enjoy the music. The cameos. Maybe I enjoy the music video more. I don't know. Yeah. But the music video is definitely the biggest selling point. But the track itself, I think I would give like three out of ten, maybe four out of ten fair. on a generous note. But anyway, about you, me, me, I, I don't know. Maybe I gotta listen to it more. I've listened to it only a couple times. If you had to give a number rating to it, right? Probably now. seven. Seven. That's okay. fair. I agree with your progression and everything, but yeah. I don't think be- just because of that, it's not a necessarily like a horrible song no yeah but not you know definitely doesn't make it up the all-star excuse me 
Excuse me. Well, nothing can ever reach Smash Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that being said. With that being said, we're going to take it to another side of the earth that we are going to cover, which is the NBA playoffs. The National Basketball Association has hit its playoff season yet again. We are officially knee-deep into the first round of the playoffs, folks. A lot, and I mean a lot of action throughout the league. <laughs> so, I mean, let's take a quick look at it. I want to be talking about the most recent action in the league. All games being mentioned in at uh, right now, you know, in the, in the next segment, I can't talk words, uh, you know, the next four games or so, whatever yeah. I mentioned. <laughs> um, our results following the conclusion of play on Tuesday, April 23rd. So most of you may be listening to it further in even when the semifinal play has started. Mm -hmm. But this is more for me to kind of recap for what we got now. And then also moving on forward, what I think personally, um, kind of my takeaways from it. Sounds good. So we'll start with the Toronto Raptors as they wrapped up the Orlando Magic 115-96 to to take the series in five games. We'll carry the Raptors in the series. Clincher was their dominant defense as they showcased. They dropped the first one with... Basically, what I can only say is unorganized chaos. Yeah, and then they, yeah. you know, kind of worked their way back up and clenched it together. Um, again, um, and it just, they just kind of cleaned the defense up, in which, I mean, in the first round, I mean, that's kind of part of what you could do, especially when you're a strong team like the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. Now, midseason ac- acquisition, Marcus Gasol told ESPN, and I quote ESPN, quote, after game one, we kind of understood what kind of level defensively we need to play. In every game, I think we improved in different areas, and we kept improving. That's a great sign. That's a great quote right there. Yeah. I mean, if— And it really highlights a lot if of their I progression were to, on there, too. If I were to sum up—exactly. If I were to sum up the series, that quote. Yeah. Period. Just Tron- seeing that progression, especially from them right there, helped with that game entirely. You ha- you see the deficit that they were under. Correct. At that point. It, that's a good, what, like over 20 points there? Oh, yeah. At that point. Which so. apparently another game ended up happening <laughs> where it was like over 20 points. <laughs> if we're gonna get I mean, that's, that that's, that's the NBA for you nowadays. But yeah, no Toronto way. will be playing the Philadelphia 76ers in the Eastern Conference semifinals. Moving on. Perfect. In the playoffs. Next up. Speaking of the 76ers, they beat the Brooklyn Nets 122 to 100. That was that other one. There you go. 76ers <laughs> took the series in five games. The dominance of the starting five for the Sixers made a significant difference in the series, which is just big when your starters can do their jobs on the court. No, 100%. R- Brian Seltzer, Sixers reporter, said via Twitter, quote, the 76ers starting lineup plays 66 minutes together in round one. They outscored the Nets by a total of 104 points. That's insane. Within 66 minutes? Yeah. 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 That, 66. That's a 66 force to minutes for. together in five. You know, 66. Yeah. That's barely a game they played together. The starting five as a unit. Yeah. And you're, you're over 100 points. That's ridiculous. That's something to watch out for with any team that's going to be. So I mean, if you're a Sixers, Sixers fan, right you're excited. Now. You're excited if you're the Sixers fan for when they're moving on. But they beat the Brooklyn Nets in five. 76ers will move on to play the Toronto Raptors in the Eastern Conference semifinals. So that will be an interesting matchup. Ooh. So basically, looking forward, you're looking at the Toronto Raptors, solid defense, kind of matched up, figured out everything, working on the man to man versus the 76ers, who literally their starting unit could shoot yeah, the over units are top 100 scorers. plus within a matter of. Just over an hour. Who do you have on that game then? That game, 
honestly. Because it looks like both of their strengths outweigh honestly, their weaknesses there. Honestly, if I'm on going with ends. one or the other, I'm going with the defense because the NBA lacks defense. I, I mean, I, I mean yeah. let's just mention Andre Drummond, who got ripped by Chauncey Billups the other day on air oh, because, yeah. because Andre literally didn't even put it. He's like, I don't even know who was shooting three. He didn't even put his arm up. He was just like this. It was like. I felt so bad. I wanted and to then that man a he hug. just put his arm behind his back. That's all he did. For those of you <laughs> folks who didn't see, put his arms behind his back and it was just like waited and then shot the basket. Chauncey's going to, and you know what? And I love. I'm a Chauncey Bills fan and I respect the man because that's what the basketball is nowadays. Yeah, is that it's it's a more of an offensive effort. That's why I think the Toronto Raptors will play because now it's, you know what I mean. You're challenging it, and especially when you're strengthening that yeah. in your starting unit and as a team as a whole. I think that's going to go. So I'm taking Toronto for. Um, yeah. Good defense wins games. Eastern Conference semifinals. Well. But uh, it will be a very close match. Yes. I oh, have oh, a feeling I think I think that'll be a close, close one. Match. Yeah. Following next two, we got two more games to follow up on. The Denver Nuggets defeated San Antonio Spurs one hundred eight to ninety. Denver Ooh. currently leads the series three to two. Nuggets win their second straight against the Spurs, and the series win is lingering on their fingertips. Perhaps one of the many reasons why the Nuggets have been successful in the past two games is the consistency. Of Jamal Murray. Murray told ESPN after the game on Tuesday, quote, just a glimpse of knowing what we can do. We're having a lot of fun right now, learning through mistakes, ups and downs. There's been injuries all season and all that, but playoff experience or not, we are having a lot of fun and we're getting the job done. End quote. Great, because the Nuggets don't really have a lot of playoff experience to it. So I, I love this quote from Murray. They yeah. take the first game, you take the mistakes of it, and then you build back up to it, and now you get two straight wins to it. You put uh, the Spurs on their tippy toes. Mm-hmm. When you do that, not only are you going to go on and play, continue doing what you're doing, but it naturally puts pressure on the Spurs. Regardless of what you do on the court, it puts yeah. that. So this is a great situation for the Denver Nuggets to, in, to be in. Excited to see how that's going to work out. Um, and again, we'll just have to see if the Nuggets do actually continue their success um, against the Spurs. Um, but yeah, we'll have to th- wait. With the 3-2 lead there, there's not a whole lot of room to be making any sort of mistakes there. Well, I mean, it's either you lose and you 3-2 go to Game 7, lead, yeah. um, and you go back home, or you win at, away at San Diego. Yeah. And that's what's, in- what's going to be interesting about it. Um, Absolutely. So Game 6 Trying takes... to see if that goes into the Game 7 there. It'll, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. If it does go into the Game 7, folks, you know where I will be. <laughs> yeah. Game 6 takes place in San Antonio on Thursday, April 25th. 5th at 8 p.m. Eastern Daytime on TNT. That is tomorrow when we're recording it. Again, folks, 8 p.m. Eastern Daytime on Thursday, April 25th at uh, Eastern Daytime on TNT. Uh, Feel free to check that out. I will definitely be watching it. Feel free to come join me if anyone wants to join me. Finally, (laughs) an exotic buzzer beater by point guard Damian Lillard of the Portland Trailblazers. I think you know who that is. Yes. Yes, uh, I do. Put the Trailblazers on top of the Oklahoma City, City Thunder, <laughs> one hundred eighteen to one hundred and fifteen, to not only secure the win but the series in five games. Oh wow! Now, this one was by far the most interesting one yeah. on the docket yesterday, Tuesday. Well, sounds like it with a score like that, three point deficit between them. Let me let me let me let me give you the lowdown here. Let's get the lowdown. Final shot of the game. By Lillard was 300, uh, not 300, 37 <laughs> feet. 307 would be ridiculous. Wouldn't 37 it? feet away from the rim. Ooh. I mean, it was ridiculous. 37 feet away from the oh, rim, God. near course, uh, near course side, 37 feet. So if you're looking at the, uh, if you're looking at the TV, near court side, 
So right by the uh, out-of-bounds line on the near course side. Yeah. 37 feet straight shot away from, diagonally straight shot away from the rim. Ridiculous. <sighs> he shoots it with like a one second left. Buzzer rings. The ball goes in. Yikes. And he said bye-bye to Oakland City's Thunder. <laughs> As his team literally, you know, got gathers that, him and probably, you know, that's a hard shot over. to make. Uh, Trying to get a hard from, shot. That's no, like no, no, I don't get me wrong. That is a hard shot. To hard make. shot. That's using inhumane. That's ridiculous. It's, it's that's inhumane. ridiculous. He's just gonna, like he's just like I have time. No biggie. I was gonna say it might seem harder if you're shooting that sort of, sort of distance from directly in front of the net. At least with the diagonal, you have a chance to like hit it off the part of the backboard there and get it into the rim there which probably helped him score a lot of that right there yeah no it was nothing i don't think it was, it was it was nothing but net. it was nothing but net yeah. oh my god he made that with nothing did, but you, net? did you not watch the, you gotta you gotta go on twitter did, and watch i, I need to no, watch this, that that's, that no that was that was that was ridiculous that was ridiculous but never mind he can make it from anywhere that was, but anyways litter flush tonight with so with that basket 50 points under his belt add an additional 10 rebounds Double double for the night for him, yeah, yeah. So out of hundred and eighteen oh points, fifty of those just no biggie to a point guard. No uh, yeah. Um, um, I think I think that's an argument you can have is is watching players get 40, 50 points on a regular basis entertaining, yeah. or is it dull? Now I have an opinion on that. You have an opinion on that. Everyone has an opinion on that. That'll be another day, another time to kind of discussion. Yeah, that's for uh, especially sure. if uh, that's for sure. if sports news is more in the lowdown, um, but. <laughs> Um, but regardless, 50 points, which is crazy. Yeah, now, yikes. if Lillard continues to play well, except, expect the Trailblazers to continue finding success. And, I mean, many people know this. It's nothing crazy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I just kind of said it because I feel like if I don't say it, someone's going to say, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah, it's like, why didn't you acknowledge yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> but the Trailblazers will be playing the winner of Denver versus San Antonio in the Western Conference semifinals. Which is once again tomorrow, Thursday, April 25th at 8 p.m. EDT because yeah, apparently it changes on TNT. <laughs> um, And that's, you know, they're going to be watching it and they're, that'll be a scout game for the Trailblazers yeah. to just watch. But, um. But yeah, it should be it should be interesting. Um, now I I have no I have no doubt in my mind that there isn't a reason that they shouldn't make it to the conference finals. No, no, with that guy under his belt, or under their belt on but, that team. But I don't know. Prove me wrong, I guess. Yeah. Finally, gotta mention the hometown Detroit Pistons. I wanted to you know take more time to focus on them. Fortunately, don't, didn't have time for that, so I do apologize ahead of time. But the Pistons were eliminated by the Milwaukee Bucks, one hundred twenty-seven to one hundred four. Four mm-hmm. on Monday, Bucks swept the Pistons in four. Detroit got nothing. As even though they were, you know, they made it to the playoffs. Detroit got zero wins, um, and the Bucks move on to the Eastern Conference semifinals against the Boston Celtics. Yeah, man, oh man, I love Boston. I do. <laughs> just don't question. Um, but Detroit now has the longest playoffs losing streak in the oh, NBA and no. in the entire NBA history with fourteen straight losses now. 14-1-4. Um, welcome to Detroit. And, <laughs> and for those of you asking, am I still not a Pistons fan? No, I, I love I love my Detroit Pistons. Now, I still wish that, uh, you know, our uh, Bad Boys era yeah. was back. I still wish the 05, 05, 04, 05 boys are back. And I still wish the 07, 08 team still existed. 
I feel like most Pistons. Fans and I still wish that, that you know I could still uh, celebrate you know winning the championship in the entire you know um, NBA yeah. in 04. But a guy can dream, right? Well, well, they're starting to go under a couple more revisions now. Like recently, they ended up picking up Blake Griffin, who was a pretty huge player. Yes, all but on his own. but see, I don't. I I I personally speaking, this is a this is a very very personal thing, um, and a lot of people are gonna hate me for it, but. Uh-oh. I don't like the NBA. I don't like watching basketball anymore. I like college basketball ten times better than NBA. No, I was gonna say, like, hold on, <laughs> because I it's just I, I it's just I don't know. It's just it's different. It's not the basketball that I it's was raised in. I don't like no, it. but I was it's I was raised in the basketball that was the oh seven oh eight. You know what I mean? I yeah. was raised in the basketball where um. It it was it was it was when Rondo was great, you know, playing well. It was when Chauncey Billis was playing, you know what I mean? Yep. Rasheed Wallace, Ben Wall, uh, Ben Wallace. You're talking about Tayshawn Prince and Rip yeah. Hamlin. Like that was my era. That was the era that I grew up basketball with. Yeah. I that that was, and this is just, I'm not, I'm not saying too different of a basketball per se, you know, because you still got LeBron who was in the same, right? Yeah, right. And like it's it's not different. And yeah. like you know, Kobe just Kobe Bryant. Just you know, retire, yeah, you, you right? Have good players and Dwayne Wade ball. just right. So it's not. I'm not saying it's anything crazy or different, but I'm saying ever since, ever since back in who know what 2012 or whatever it was, when all the great players basically went to the Heat, and it was just kind of like we're gonna have one All Star and shoot around, and it's gonna be an offensive effort. That's when I don't think basketball's to the caliber that it could have been. And I'm just gonna leave it at that at there for now, folks. You can yell at me if you want to. I don't care what you want to do. <laughs> yeah, yell at him in the chat. Um, <laughs> yeah, feel free to. Feel free. I mean, I'm not scared at all. Um, but um, I'm just saying that's again, that's another talk for another day. We sound like we're trying to sick people on ourselves. It's <laughs> just like, get him! He's talking crap about oh the my pistons. Gosh, but that's a, that's another talk for another day. Um, that I want you guys in the talk to if you if we do that. But anyways, again, apologize that we didn't get to focus on the pistons as much. I do want to try to do a recap yeah. on them if possible. Maybe next week we'll see what's on the docket sports wise. Yep. But anywho. Chugging forward, chugging with our show. Uh, chaka, 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 oh, chaka. No. From the playoffs, <laughs> we move on to weekend number dose of Coachella. There's, there's not even a train at Coachella, it, it's a desert. <laughs> well, I mean, How does that there are trains out in the desert. Where in Japan, if you go to the middle of nowhere, there's bullet trains going, whew, 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 you know, <laughs> the states just need to get you know better bullet trains. <laughs> Do they make that noise? <laughs> well, well, no, it's. It, it, <laughs> It's it's more. Do they sound like lasers? <laughs> no, it's more. It's more. Oh, God. Right, but yeah, something any, like that. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, more Coachella highlights. I've been yes, so yes, busy yes. with stuff that I've been, you know, have only enough time to read the athletic, you know, read the athletic, and then ESPN, and then re- listen to podcasts and watch yep. a bunch of sports stuff. I need to get updated on all this Coachella yeah. stuff and. You know, everything else that's going on in the world. Yeah, this is going to be another too long didn't read for uh, Coachella highlights here at this point. Uh, especially for those who really just saw the ticket prices and were just all types of nope. Uh, yeah, me. Hikaru, me, me, uh, me, me, me. Myself, personally, because that's, that's just a lot of money to go on into something like that for, like, two weekends. That's a whole commitment, trying to get, like, the right outfits and stuff. And you see, like, these Instagram celebrities with these big old outfits that are just crazy and stuff. All right, enough speculation and more. That's not not speculation. That is a fact. Okay, fine. More, (laughs) more, more of what happened. More of what happened. So we have a couple of highlights coming on in here. We had Tommy Impala 
who ended up bringing out ASAP Rocky to perform with him on 420. Nice, nice. It's just a good sign all around. Nice. Uh, the duo has a song out called Sundress and LSD Part 1, and they, uh, yeah, no one was really expecting it. Sort of just kind of a arrival of ASAP Rocky Hi. on there. Hi, what's up? <laughs> Oh, what's up? What's up, ASAP Rock? How you, how you, you doing yeah. all right? I, I'm doing all right, too. <laughs> he came out onto the stage, uh, told the DJ to cut the beat that was happening on there, and uh, came on out to, you're just going to do this song without me? <laughs> <laughs> I love ASAP Rock. He's, oh, that's he's great. so charismatic. Uh, but they performed the song together on stage during that show with just some trippy visuals in the background for with like all rainbow and stuff cuz again 420 I don't think I really need to dive into that one much or as to why like all these flashing colors and them coming around they're Sim- okay, enough about pretending to smoke marijuana or be on LSD. And oh, more it's not, about it's not pretending. I I bet a lot of people were high as all well, that, heck right there. Well, that's Coachella, but you know, <laughs> and we, seeing all those colors probably put them in a coma. Yeah, but you know, but you know, you know, you know, just because they're doing it, that doesn't mean that East Lansing has to do it as a community. Also. Well, they can't if they're on Michigan State's campus. There you go. So they say. Um, Ariana come on, Gr- Justin. Look. <laughs> All right, come on. Who says I'm doing it? All right, come on. Keep Ariana on going. Grande was another highlight. Again, who's just pulling on surprise after surprise after last week's in sync performance with them. Uh, she brought out Justin Bieber just casually. Uh, didn't really end up doing much. I don't know if they ended up performing a song together. No one was really talking about as if they were performing a song together. Just kind of showed on up. Uh, ah, Justin okay. Bieber on there. Okay. But the highlight from him is that Justin Bieber announced he had an album coming soon, but no word on a date. So being very teasing, very so his very his, his wedding that. stuff and all that jazz is taken care of now. Yeah, I would I would hope so, or at least stable. Because uh, if you don't know, he's in a relationship with Haley Baldwin. Right? Yeah, they're and, married uh, now. Aren't yeah, they? they're they're getting married bad, or are engaged, married right yeah. now. Uh, the wedding's coming up soon, I think. I pretty think recently, so. here. unless I'm wrong, unless I read it wrong and the wedding yeah. happened, I think I think they're just engaged right now. So I'm glad Justin Bieber felt he could take some time to himself, take some time for where, for his new fiance, and uh, can now get into a place where he's starting to write music. I'm curious to see what the new era of Justin Bieber would be. Yeah, yeah, because I what was what was his last effort? Because he's been on a lot of like guest tracks at this point with like DJ Khaled. And Lil Dicky. <laughs> and Lil Dicky. Uh, do we even count that? He had like three seconds. Oh, fair. He had three seconds and second. But anyways, I'm seeing Kanye on this thing, and I, I like yes. Kanye West. Kanye, uh, despite everything has happened, had quite the Coachella weekend. Huh. Uh, one part of the event, Kid Cudi, who was performing at the time, invited him on to perform the opening to his set. Performing a lot of a lot of the songs off their project "Kids See Ghosts," which was a huge thing for him and Kanye to yep. be doing, uh, ga- garnered a ton of praise for that. Uh, I forget what song they ended up actually performing, but it was super cool. They had the the lights all configured to how the album art looked, so it was all like the pastel pinks and whites. Oh, that's and so cool! And uh, a little bit touch of blue here and there, and it was just Kanye and Kid Cudi performing in front of a crowd of like. Thousands of people at that point. And it's Kanye and Kid Cudi. Yeah. Right? That, I mean, that's a pretty iconic duo once you end up getting into it. You know it. Yeah. You know it. Not to mention the fact that they made the project and wanted to promote the project. Yeah. You would almost think they would have done it last week, but maybe this was just the one time Kanye had free because he also planned a Sunday service, which I 
am going to deem probably the most interesting part of this year's Coachella. Fair. Just because of how odd and out there it was. Uh, he performed on Easter Sunday because, for those of you who don't know, it ended up the weekend two ended up running through Easter, Easter weekend, Easter. Good Friday, and well, four twenty, which is weed smokers holiday. Yeah, uh, but for, but for so me, for me, for me, it was uh, I get to go home and spend time with family, and it was one of those like, well, now that's a Good Friday teasers of, ha, teasers <laughs> of, hey, here's uh. Here's what it feels like going home. Now go back to college for two more weeks and go back to reality. And I'm like, oh, gosh, Just thanks. hang in there, man. Hang in Whew. there. <laughs> All right. Anywho, but. He, Kanye has been teasing this Sunday service thing for quite some he time. He has. Well, hasn't he? Uh, yeah. He's been doing a ton of, like, mini Sunday service performances. Yeah, uh, right. All throughout. Uh, you've probably seen, like, the super popular meme right now of him just going hard on a piano and an all-white getup. That was from one of those performances, if you've seen it spinning around there to, like, some of your favorite emo tracks or whatever. <laughs> uh, gospel music was intermixed with a lot of Kanye's discography uh, in a very powerful moment that was built up over weeks and months of other Sunday performances. Mm-hmm. Uh, some end up agreeing, uh, a lot of critics and stuff, that Ye seems to be channeling back to some of his roots with a lot of these performances, uh, somewhat of the Jesus Walks era College dropout era. And that's my favorite era of Kanye yeah, West. Yeah, that first album of Kanye The first there. album, the early, you know, you know, when oh. we're, we're talking about, like, Heartless era, Runaway, you know, that's the era of Kanye West that I'm a big fan of. The, the early... You can talk probably that's, like, mid-Kanye. Well, that's early like Kanye early... would be, like, late graduation or whatever. Well, yeah, but, then, no, but, but to me, I'm, I'm, liking, I'm, I'm liking this early, early era of Kanye. I wish, I, I hope he goes a little bit more into the yeah. mid-era. But the point is... I like earlier Kanye. That's my biggest, that's my big point, which he's bringing on here. In this yeah. case, early, early Kanye. Very early Kanye yeah. at this point. I mean, point. don't get me wrong. College Dropout's a great album. Yeah. Great and album. By the way, I love The Bear. College, it's so cute. Yeah, right? It is so late cute. Re- yeah, Late Registration was the album I was trying to come yes. up with at that late point. Late Registration, that yes. That and Graduation back in oh. 07. Graduation was a classic. Oh, Graduate. Oh. Those all had the old bear now on I Now i got to play Kanye West on repeat while like, uh, <laughs> on loop, I should say, or whatever, uh, yeah. while I go back to my dorm later today. <laughs> Recently, a couple of his albums have garnered a lot of flack, too, from here. Like The Life of Pablo and Ye. Yeah. Uh, his self-titled EP from his Daytona sessions. A lot of that's gotten flack, but with the new album being teased called Yandi uh, in the progress here, uh, you got to tease that song a little bit, some of that stuff a little bit. So Kanye ended up debuting a track, a brand new track, which hmm. some believe is titled Water during the service and had a ton of just guest guest appearances during the Sunday performance itself not necessarily within the track water uh, but Chance the Rapper DMX and Kid Cudi ended up joining him in the service in prayer and song uh all gathered around one another there and uh yeah it, it was super interesting to watch cuz he didn't have such like a huge stage or whatever there were a lot of gospel singers all in like a pastel pink outfit or sundress or whatever it was yeah. at that point. All garnered or centered around like Kanye, who was around a good company with Chance the Rapper, DMX, <laughs> uh-huh. and Kid Cudi. But uh, yeah, and everyone else uh, who was an audience was kind of like circled around that. There was, mm-hmm. a, there was a huge area right in the center of everyone. 
that was blocked off with like gates and stuff because obviously if you start bringing in everyone on in there, yeah, gonna be garnering a huge crowd there. Mm-hmm. But I personally believe, and a lot of other critics seem to agree, that this could be the beginning of another redemption arc for Kanye, following all of his 2018 controversies. Yeah. At this point, getting back in touch with the sort of his religious side, like I said back in the early college dropout days, that was mainly what. Most of his songs ended up tending to focus on Jesus Walks. Again, I'll go point back to a lot of that was a lot of like preacher roots, a lot mm-hmm. of gospel sort of etchings to it. And I, that, that made uh, it an and, iconic song. For and the again, time. that's the reason why I like early Kanye. Yeah. And that's why the reason I, I guess not me, just myself, but a lot of people like early Kanye. Yeah. Because of that. And I think that's, a, that's a, I think that's a great way for Kanye to get in, you know, to be going back from religious. And, and the other thing is, is, is his family yeah. as well. And a lot of his mental health issues lately, uh, that sort of stuff would help him out. His family, for sure, has been a huge help for him, uh, especially uh, Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Who did you hear she's going to get a law degree? Huh? Where? I I forget where. It was something like that. It was rumored that she was going to go back to school, really, and get a law degree to help. Uh, what was it? A couple like underprivileged. Oh no! People, I heard about that. Uh, yeah, underprivileged people get out of being wrongfully accused of crime. That's right. Which, which is which is such a heartwarming thing to hear. But a lot of people were giving her flack for that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent, but it's it's related to the family. The family's making moves at this point, or the Kanye Kardashian West family mm-hmm. is I mean, making. I mean, I mean, moves I mean, but regardless, point. regardless, his his family's you know helped yeah. helped him out, and family's been helping out, and it's especially. A good thing to have family stuff when it comes to mental health, and uh, Kanye has been a big advocate for that, especially during his last album cycle with yeah. Ye. Uh, but with Coachella over, we move forward into the other huge festivals coming in the near future. <clears throat> Sonic Temple, one of them personally that I'm excited for because I'm going to them. Uh, is that the one in Ohio? <laughs> that is the one in Ohio that is replacing Rock on the Range this year. Huh? Yes. Let me know how that goes. I will. It's we gonna... would love. We would love a full, com- comprehensive review. Yeah. Depending on what we do for our summer schedule, even if we, we don't, we could here. always do a special edition. We'll just drive up one day. Yeah, special edition and or like some Facebook live. I don't on one even of our know. I don't there. even know. But we'll keep you in touch with any surprises that end up arising from that, any collaborations or just overall how the festival was. In all honesty, because if nothing ends up happening and it's just all bands performing all like that stuff. It's not necessarily a highlight. It's just a really darn good performance there. Mm -hmm. So we'll keep you in the know on that front. But I'll be done talking here. (laughs) We have some very important news coming up, apparently, uh, with the 19th coming and going and number 19 coming back. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure again. Steve Eiserman is coming back to Detroit. Yes. Welcome home, Captain. I missed you. I missed you, <laughs> my Captain. Um. So before we dive into this exciting news, I mean, honestly, if you're if you're been in Detroit at any point, even like hockey a little bit, this yeah. is big, big, huge, news. huge. But huge. Um, I want to apologize for those that were looking into NHL playoff analysis because I know the titles playoffs. Um, Justin and I were kind of struggling to come up with a title this week, um, including the San Jose Harks, uh, Harks, Sharks, Harks, <laughs> Hark, the Sharks are coming. Oh, goodness. <laughs> the San Jose Sharks, uh, 
upsetting the Las Vegas Golden Knights in game uh, in seven games. Oh, and in yeah. game seven, they scored four goals in four minutes, followed by an oh overtime God. goal by Barclay Goodrow with 141 left to go. Yikes. I want to dive deep into that. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have enough time for that, so I apologize about that. Oh, and don't forget the Boston Bruins defeating the Toronto Blue Jays 5-1 to in game seven to move on to the conference semifinals. Good old Bruins. Again, I want to talk about both of those. But, but, but that's we are in Michigan. Iserman. We are in East Lansing. More importantly, we are, our professional teams are in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And last Friday, on Good Friday. It was a very good it Friday. It was a very good Friday. <laughs> so I'm almost certain you guys will be okay. I'm not talking about playoffs. I always feel like we should have titled it, It Was a Very Good Friday. <laughs> it, may, maybe we will. Maybe we'll retitle it, and nah, then our we'll intros keep, are going to suck. But nah, we'll keep the playoffs. Uh, but I'm, I'm talking about our captain. Our captain is coming Home. Captain, my captain. Here we go into the information details. Many of you guys may know it, but for those for those of you guys who don't, let me just kind of lay it out for y'all. The Red Wings organization held a press, press conference last Friday, April 19th, a.k.a. Good Friday, mm-hmm. to announce the return of Steve Eiserman to Detroit as a new general manager. They actually announced it on Twitter earlier, uh, early in the day, I believe like 9 a.m. or so, that they were going to hold a press conference at 3 p.m. Yep. This so. At the press conference, there was Ken Holland, the current general manager of the Detroit Red Wings, Christopher Illich, the governor, president, and CEO of the Detroit Red Wings. He's also the owner of Illich Holdings, who they hold uh, yeah. control After over. After Mike Illich is untimely. Correct. Um, and Mike Illich, obviously, is the guy who initially uh, acquired Detroit Red Wings and Detroit Tigers and established mm-hmm. Illich Holdings. Um, both of those, if you didn't know, both of those teams are owned by the Illich family. Um, that's why for both of those teams, if you ever see a Mr. I on there, that's the that, reason why you see it. That um, is the I. That's to thank the Illich family. They've done so much for both of their uh, programs. But Christopher Illich, again, the governor, president, and CEO of the Detroit Red Wings, and Steve Eiserman himself was there at the press conference. Now, at the press conference, Illich announced that Eiserman will be returning to Detroit as the executive vice president and general manager. Oh, wow. While Ken Holland, who is the current, uh, who's currently in the general manager, manager he has two years left in his contract. He just extended his contract, uh, has been promoted to senior vice president, and will serve as a senior advisor to hockey operations. Ooh. So Steve Eiserman will be coming in his executive VP position and the general manager position. Um, Eiserman is known to be the best general manager in the NHL right now. Yeah. Now, the return of Steve Eiserman to Detroit has been speculated since September of last year when Eiserman stepped down to an advisory position from his general manager position for the Tampa Bay Lightning organization after announcing he'll be leaving the organization after his contract expires at the end of the 2019-20 or 2018-2019 season which yeah. it has at this point. Yeah, it has. They aren't in the playoffs. Correct. They aren't for the Stanley Cup here. So, so. therefore, it has uh, expired which allowed Eiserman to make these moves. Um and again, that came as a surprise for those Tampa Bay fans um and really hockey, you know, the hockey world. Yeah. Cuz he had one year left. Great GM. I mean, there's been a lot of speculation about things, but again, that was all speculation. Now, Eiserman did state that the reason he uh he didn't want to leave Tampa, or I should say, the reason that not really he wanted to, but more he will be leaving Tampa, um, is because he wanted to stay with his family more. You know, yeah. um, for the past nine years at this point, at this time eight, but because of this next uh, the season all over nine years at, at Tampa, he'd be commuting back and forth from Detroit. No, 
Oh, yeah. God. So that's, you know, I mean, a I guy's probably flying, but still, you go to work, right, for the week. You know, um, when I was a kid, my dad used to fly to states, and I was born in Japan, so I was in Japan. My dad used to go to the states from Monday to Friday, come back for the weekend, and come back and forth. Yeah. And to do that, right? And, I mean, yes, you're not flying for 12 hours, per se, but still, same same sort of idea of Weiserman, right? Still quite a bit of and, time I mean, to go And you're talking about a guy day. who's retired from hockey, right? So, so um, that that's tough, Yeah. right, being away from family. Um, so, so it makes sense, but harsh environment, harsh working conditions. By that, correct. Point. And I think, I think, I think by family, indirectly, I think he also meant, you know, if you read through the lines, he's also meant the Red Wings. And well, the reason yeah. why I say this, the reason why I say this is because um, Steve Eiserman played his entire professional career in Detroit. He was a fourth overall pick in the 1983 draft, the NHL draft. Yeah, Eisman played 22 years for Detroit, proudly wearing number 19 for Hockey Town for all 22 of those years. During his tenure, he was named captain prior to the 1986-87 season. He served as a captain for the uh, Detroit Red Wings for the next two decades. Because the dude had skills, Correct. man. On so, the ice, there was no one who could match Oh him. my goodness. Don't even get me started about that. Eisenman led Detroit to three Stanley Cup championships in 1997, 1998, and 2002, respectively. Yeah. And Eisenman's number was retired on January 2nd, 2007, back in the good old Joe Louis Arena. Sad emoji face. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> his st- his number's still hanging up in the new little season. Well, of arena course. Right I mean, it's now, it's, right? it's a, a retired number, so they'll yeah. they'll move with everything. Just like how at Michigan State, um. All the numbers move around, like Irvin's, you know, like everything moves yeah. around. I just didn't know if they ended up having like the number of retirements, like moving from the. They they all every stadium. every organization has a way to do. Uh, they move everything around. Okay. Um, because that, good because no one should take the number nineteen away from the Eisenman. No, Detroit no, back. they're not. They're not. No, no one no, should. But no, it doesn't matter if if Little Caesars for some reason punctures and crashes and burns, they're gonna bring it to whatever it is. Like, hey man, knock on wood. All right. What we, you know what I mean, but <laughs> but but anyways, and that's why I said when he says family, I think indirectly he meant the Red Wings family. That's the reason why yeah. you know a lot of people, including myself, started speculating that Steve Eiserman may be coming back to Detroit. That's a big possibility, and now it's real. Now it's official. Yeah, he's been offered the job, accepted the job, signed a contract. He is the new general manager of the Detroit Red Wings. Um. And I'm going to say our hometown Detroit Red Wings because I think many of you guys are Detroiters. And well, fans. his hometown Detroit Red Wings as well. Correct. Um, and again, that's why, that's even bigger reason why Iserman coming back is big. Um, what's special about hockey is it's one of those sports that really, you can have players that stick with one organization for the entire career like Steve Iserman. Yeah. And for Steve Iserman, when it came to professional hockey, Detroit was the only team he knew. Right? And he was successful. And he was a captain of this team. He's gone through a lot of crap in the team. Yeah. And he's seen through Detroit. And he's seen through good and bad of Detroit, not just as a hockey town, but then, you know, also just politically. And we were talking about, Kwame, you know, Kwame Kilpatrick and oh God, all yeah. that crap. And, oh, my God. So how, do, how do we get into that? <laughs> um, you know, but he's seen through, right? But yeah. Detroit, the Red Wings, that is part of his family. So it's fitting that once he leaves Tampa and comes back to Michigan, that, of course, his new job is going to be at the Red Wings. Mm-hmm. And I respect Christopher Illich and Ken Holland for both being able to do that as well. Because I think Steve Eiserman is a revitalization that um, Detroit needs right now. Yeah. Um, and 
I think that doing so will rejuvenate the organization. Hope for the organization. Yeah. Um. There's going to be a lot of changes. I think up from from up top from management, obviously, that will help the team as a whole. There will for sure. But um, having a good GM there who knows what and he's doing. Steve Eiserman playing for had been playing for Detroit knows this organization better. Yeah. Than I think anyone else right now. Well, I mean, again, you mentioned 22 years. Correct. Over two decades. That's so. Two decades. That's older than me or you. By one year. Still, doesn't matter. By one year, but yeah, you're still talking again. Longer you realize than both of from us the day you were born to the day we are talking about this right now, Steve Eiserman has had played professional hockey one more year than you were. Yeah. You know how ridiculous that is? I know. It's insane. I, I remember growing up because my dad's a huge hockey guy. Uh, as soon as you end up like coming into our like area of town, there, our basement side of things, all he has is Red Wings and Toronto Blue Jays memorabilia because he follows both of those teams super closely. I would not be surprised if on all of those jerseys down there, Eisenman's signature is somewhere on there. I oh. would not be surprised uh, at the fact of we have a bubble ice hockey machine downstairs you know the ones from those cheap arcades yes that we have made and customized with a whole labat blue ice on there custom and as well as an iserman figure with the proud number 19 on that jersey there is a lot of history that has within iserman just the name alone and that's why i'm saying it's so big yeah for detroit and i think it's bigger than anything that's going on in the playoffs when it comes to hockey in detroit um, because of this simple reason, two words that make up one of the greatest man to ever walk on this planet, Steve Eiserman, is coming back to Detroit as the general manager. Um, and I guess I guess you kind of did give your thoughts on it, Justin. Yeah. Um, and and again, to to me, it's just when I heard this news, and I told my parents, and I was jumping up and down. My dad was jumping up and down, and I mean, it's it's to me, it's great. Yeah, it's it's, it's 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 great because Steve Eiserman is one of the first hockey players that I remember watching, ever. Yeah. Um, I still have the vivid memory in Joe Lewis. I will never forget it. It was like right smack dab, like middle of the arena, smack dab, center ice, halfway up. It was beautiful, it was prime spot. And I remember p- watching Steve Eiserman play and the Red Wings play. Yeah. They won that night too. I don't know who they were playing, but they won that night. <laughs> still remember it. Went with my dad and a couple of his uh, coworkers at the time. Still remember it. Great vivid memories. That's why. I, I, that's 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 one. Uh, you know, another reason why. Yeah. And, and more importantly, that's why. And I, I want to kind of dive into real quickly why sports is so special, because you have these players, and not only is he a great, phenomenal captain of the. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everything you name a retired number, everything. But on top of that, on top of everything. So many people have so many memories. You just heard two here, folks, on the chant. One from Justin and one for yeah. myself. And so many more. And that's why it's so special for many people that he's coming back. That a symbol of Detroit's coming back. And not only a symbol, but who can effectively do his job well. 
Yeah. Which you can only do in a job well effectively like that after being a professional player if you have passion for the sport. Absolutely. And if you have passion for what you do. And that's why I think Steve Eiserman is the perfect yeah. fit for Detroit and is the greatest thing. And that's why that passion correct. in the Detroit And that's there. why he's the best general manager because this guy is passionate about his mm-hmm. job. That's why Detroit is looking good. Yeah. And he was, no doubt about it, passionate about the Tampa Bay Lightning there. No oh, doubt no. about no, it. No, no, he had when he there. was over there, don't get me wrong, it was all about Tampa. Yeah. But I think but deep down. But the fact down, that he's home now. He doesn't have to, to hold off anything. No. He doesn't have to hold off anything for his professional career. Doesn't he doesn't, have, there's nothing there. Yeah. Everything is Detroit. Everything's home. Everything could go out. He feels co- more comfortable. I can guarantee you Steve Eiserman feels more comfortable being home in Detroit. Yeah, I feel more comfortable even talking if, about I, it. I do too. <laughs> and even if it's not Joe Lewis, even if it's a Little Caesars, it's still the Red Wings. Yes. And that's all that matters. I mean, you can use the same argument for the Tigers because Tiger Stadium, they play there until 99. What was it? 1920s or 30s, I think they first started playing there. It was a long time ago. Yeah. And then 2000, they started playing in Comerica. Still the same organization, right? Mm-hmm. Still the same everything. It's just a different venue. It's all it is. And yes, people have memories in it. I have memories in Joe Lewis, and don't get me wrong, I'm really sad that Joe Lewis is gone now. But but, but now that all the pieces are sort of in place for but the Detroit Red that's Wings. what I'm saying. The legacy is continuing. Yeah. Eisenman's I, back. I, I would be almost certain to guess at this point that that would be the spark that they need in order to have a really good I think so. Red Wings comeback. I here. think so. I think so, because when you have management, when you reorganize from the management level, yep. that's going to trickle all the way down. And when it comes to the players, I think it's going to be so well. Yeah. And you know what? For all those Red Wings guys that's been waiting for this to happen, whether you're a player or yeah. whatever. No more 7-1 seven, seven one losses at this point. Now, no, it'll take time. It will. But, again, the hope is there. The do hope is there. I think the management choices will be there. And do, we have, uh, do we have any idea how long his contract will be for? Oh, gosh. I did not look that deep into it. No? Uh, I don't know. If anyone does, let us know using the hashtag the champ. Yeah, or if you're talking with us in uh, the live stream here, I know I see a couple of bright and shining faces down there. If you have any idea how long his contract is, uh, well, let's we want to let's see. It. Let's see if Google will tell me right yeah. now. Is Google going to tell you? Let's do it. Because uh, depending on how long he has here, uh, I know he'll probably get like renewed and stuff like that if he wants to take more of a deal there. Uh uh, I did. I did just see that Red Wings uh, Steve Eiserman to retain Coach uh, Jeff uh, Blashill. So Blashill will not be leaving. Leaving, folks. For those of you who are interested oh, hey. in that, Blashill will not be leaving. So it looks like for now, for the time being, Eiserman will be working with the same head coach for the Red Wings. Oh, just hmm. another pointer. But regardless, everyone listening, everyone watching on Facebook Live, I want to hear your thoughts. I'm curious about your thoughts. How do you feel about Steve Eiserman returning to Detroit? I know the majority, the heavy majority, yeah. <laughs> 95% plus for sure is happy he's back. But I'm curious. I'm curious. I want to know. Give me your reasons. Give me your reasons why. Do you agree with my um, the reasons why I think there it's going to go on? Or do you have different other reasons? Let us know using the hashtag, the chant on Twitter or Facebook. Yep. And folks, that'll do it. Yeah. That's, that's our last wrap episode. Wrap up, but I mean, again, it's. You know, the, we, we call this episode playoffs. Now, obviously, NBA was straight-up playoffs. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know how that relates to uh well NHL is also playoffs. Playoffs, yeah. I don't know how that well kind of. I mean, we talked about more of the organization. Well, we touched on it, but But uh I don't know how that relates to Little Dickie at all. Now Coachella, I don't know how that relates either, but I guess I it's a lot it's a lot of matters of like playing off of each other. I guess read read between the lines type of thing, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> playing don't... off of each other, playing off of everyone else's success and performances there, trying to make sure everything is concise and hell playing off of each other here there you go trying to make sure okay hey would this just be a good topic to do with this single thing oh boy be a good idea oh boy that's 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 a that's all fair talk <laughs> absolutely but um but with that we are gonna start wrapping up oh, the show for uh, you today real quickly though real quickly oh, though we got oh. one comment on facebook live i want to mention rebecca's said, can't really say much. I'm a Bruins fan, but congrats for it. <laughs> hey, well, you know what? Congrats to the Bruins too. They're a fantastic. Oh, team I mean, right no, now. don't get me wrong. The Boston Bruins are great. Yeah, they're, heck, they're if great. If I had anyone in the finals, the final like championship stuff, it would most likely be the Bruins. Well, okay, we'll talk. Um, <laughs> um, yes, but we'll talk. All right. Uh, with the, with that being said, last one last section here, folks, before we wrap it up. Uh, it is our shameless plug no, hour shameless plug time. Hour. Justin LaBelle, kick it off for us. All righty. Well, if you want to catch this golden voice on the airwaves, uh, you can tune in Fridays, 6 to 8 p.m. on Impact 89 FM. Only got a couple more shows before I end up taking uh, a Your little summer bit of hi- hiatus. For my summer hiatus. <laughs> uh, I'll probably be recording my Friday show next week, but this week I will be live. Uh, you going to join me for that one? You got work? I think I'm working. Ah, well, then you'll catch my buttery smooth voice. Oh, I'm working. Dude, ah. I've literally been working every single day this semester. I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> every Friday. I, just, I was supposed to be working today, but oh, can't miss the last sports meeting. Damn uh, Kyle, well, Kyle, Kyle Turk's, you know, graduating and that, yeah. you know, I, I kind of can't Kyle. miss it. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hi. He's my, he's my Kyle Turk. He's a great director. I know he's your Kyle Turk. Actually, not my Kyle Turk, but no, 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 he's exclusively but yours. No, now. no, we no. have confirmed it here on the channel. <laughs> no. Kyle Turk, Turk if you're is listening, officially no. the That's not what I meant. <laughs> well, anyways, okay. you can again catch me Friday, six to eight p.m. Two more shows coming up: one this Friday, as well as you can listen to me sing and dance and do all that kind of stuff with my band, Candles to Campfires. Have a show coming up next Saturday, which I'm super excited for. Is that the one at Troy? That's the one in, at the Maidstone. The Troy one's May 24th. What's the Maidstone? The Maidstone is a theater uh, venue out in Ypsilanti, Michigan. Okay. Uh, so I'm super excited to Yipsy. play there. It'd be the first time I've ended up performing out that way. Uh, nice. So so feel free to check Justin Yeah, feel free out. to check that out. The band, again, is called Candles to Campfires. Uh, but that's going to wrap up my shameless plug. Hikaru's got some plugs real, for you Real now. quickly, real quickly, for myself, personal, at HikaruKudo1 on Twitter, H-I-K-A-R-U-K-U-D-O-1. Bunch of sports news on there. Uh, oh, yeah, a lot of coverage and uh, a lot of stuff going on there. I'm kind of hopping around everything. Yep. Um, that's You're really working it for my, apparently all the time. myself. Oh, I guess I should mention my VT shift. Oh, Excuse yeah. Me. My VT shift Sundays at 2 to 4 hey. p.m. Um, it's great. That's Green and White bad. Report. That's a good time. Green and White Report. Another two-hour episode. We're actually doing a crossover episode this week. With the undercurrent. Green and White Report and the Undercurrent will be doing crossover. Um, so feel free to check that out. Green and White Report Ooh. from eleven AM, another two hour episode. Our last one of the semester, one PM. I think the last one I'll be producing too for a while. Oh. So um 
Yeah, feel free to check that out. Great guys. Love them. Yeah. Uh, it's awesome. Um, and just I want to give a quick shout out to Motown Rundown as well. They got uh, sports. They got the uh, best podcast for the sports department. Hey. Uh, this semester voted by myself and my other directors. Uh, Motown <laughs> Rundown that they talk about all Detroit pro sports. Uh, Ryan Rabinowitz, Ryan Collins, Trent Bally. The three of those amigos on that one. Great guys. Um, feel free to check that out if you are into more of that pro sports and more deep dive into that. I know they did a uh, mock draft, I believe. Uh, mock draft, you say? Yes, I think I, they did a mock draft. I, was it NFL, maybe? I oh. don't know. I think it was Lions mock draft. That sounds right. Um, yeah, I think I think <laughs> I think so. Maybe, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I I got maybe I'm wrong. No, it is it is Lions draft extra ex, extravaganza. Can't talk. Huh. So that's that. Finally, here for the chant. Listen to sports or music on radio at eighty-eight point nine FM or West Street twenty-four seven three sixty-five. Impact eighty-nine FM dot org slash listen live. We also got the app on the App Store. Just search up Impact eighty-nine. FM. Follow yep. our Twitter here for the chant at chant underscore at the chant, excuse me, underscore WDBM. Like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the chant dot WDBM. We Facebook live every episode every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern daytime or Eastern Standard Time, yeah, depending absolutely. on the time. time. <laughs> and uh, if you're in the know, you're already in the know yeah. and chatting along with us. So thank you for listening in on that. Uh, unless otherwise. Noted, you can find all of our content on impact89fm.org slash the-chant. And we are also on iTunes under impact89fm. Again, it is just the chant. uh, Or if you you have an iPhone, I know the podcast app is probably the most direct way to get about it with that. That's iTunes. That's Uh, iTunes. It's iTunes. It's more direct. Well, it's iTunes. It's it's iTunes because it's still hosted on iTunes. It's it's the same thing. It's just the app that they separated for some reason. Oh, but, yeah. Because we have the music app, too. You know what I mean? You got the music app and you got the podcast app, but they're both iTunes. Yeah. So, so no. Well, Apple's but, whole But, no, don't, 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 no. What no. do you mean, don't? No, just don't. Just, folks, uh, forget about Justin's <laughs> last comment. What? Um, Why are you booing me? Um, I'm right. <laughs> um, with, with, with that being said, though, um, yeah, that'll wrap it up. We got one more episode coming up. Next Wednesday, before, before we finally decide what we're doing for over the summer, the summer it may, folks, it may be a hiatus, so we do apologize if that's the case. Yeah. I will, by the way, I know m- many of our episodes not are, are not up on iTunes or nor our website yet because I'm still working on that. Yep. I will get around to that. I do promise you. Um, hopefully soon, if not, definitely over the summer. Yeah, we just um, recently got the website back up and running. It's and officially back up. Everything's good now. Yep. Uh, I love it. Um, I'm a, oh by the way I also uh, have articles up there. A lot, the most recent one was my Formula One article. Uh, that I think I talked about too. That was uh, after the Chinese Grand Prix. I also talk about uh, Red Bull Honda and why that's uh, the F1 team to keep an eye out for. Again, yeah. Impact 89 slash sports. Um, I think that'll do it. I think that's everything yeah. that I wanted to blurb out of there. Again, one last school episode of the school year next Wednesday during finals week. I don't have a final on Wednesday, do you? Uh, on Wednesday, I have one super early in the morning, but then I'll be completely free by the time the afternoon So, rolls I guess we both don't have final at the time. So. so, we will be coming back on in once more, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard. Folks, or Eastern, Eastern Daylight. Day, day, day time. And, folks, you know it. Um, if you have final, good luck on your finals. Please do yes. finish up the uh, 
you know, please finish up solidity, uh, solidity of your uh, regular. And if you have an English final, don't take lessons from Mikaru. <laughs> yeah, uh, from uh, you know your 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 regular your regular schedule finish up. So please don't skip. And you know, just you, you guys, yeah. Spartans, you got you got a week and a half left. You got a week and a half left. Eat I'm some leaving food, in a get week. Get your veggies. Make sure you get some sleep. Um, just preaching out there. To don't think you can pull an stress. all-nighter effectively. No. Believe me, do you go can't. party this weekend. The do go party this weekend. Get it all out of your system, then study. That's what I'll be doing. I don't know what Justin will be doing, but anyways, that'll do it. That'll do <laughs> it for episode seven. Justin Labelle, Hikaru Kudo, y'all been y'all. I've we've been us. <laughs> I guess I'm messing around with that. Yeah, that's <laughs> and you have been listening to the, the chance. You have been listening to The Chant, an Impact exclusive brought to you by WDVM East Lansing. For all of your music and sports news, visit impact89fm.org.